Speed Culture Radio is live. Each week, we interview Speed Culture users, groups, businesses, and automotive personalities about the culture in their area, the events, and all the goings on. New shows are posted on the app and on our website every Thursday. Want to be on our show? Contact us today at hello at speedcultureapp.com. And welcome to another edition of Speed Culture Radio. And this uh, special edition is powered by caffeine because uh, we're doing this in in the AM. We tape most of our shows in the PM, but we wanted to make sure that uh, everybody knows what's going on. So this is Daryl in New Jersey. And Jeff down in uh, Tampa, Florida. (laughs) See this? We need more caffeine here. (laughs) Exactly. Bring it on. So... What's going on this week, Jeff? Give me your classic answer. Let's go. Uh, well, hey, um, first we have um, in another week, I do want to mention again, FL2K, the biggest event down this way um, in in early the early part of, of October. We'll be out. We'll have uh, Sean on next week's show from FL2K talking about all the stuff um, at, at the Bradenton Raceway here in uh, the Tampa area that's in you know, more of the Sarasota area. But we got lots of events coming up this, this weekend and um, and all over the place, um, including we will be at National Parts Depot, all all the all-GM Oktoberfest. We have today's show, we have a special guest with Rick from NPD on the show. He's going to talk a little bit of about um, the show and the collection of cards that they have up there at NPD and, and then, of course, uh, some history. It'll, it's going to be a great a great interview that everybody should check out. Um, and, uh, so we, we also, um, up in Owensville, Ohio, there's the annual pumpkin run. People are doing pumpkin run nationals already. Wow. Um, Tis the season. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Where's the <laughs> pumpkin coffee when we need it? <laughs> no, uh, the, anyway, also, um, out in Arizona in Winslow, Arizona, I don't know if you know about the Glenn Fry statue they, they put up recently that they, <laughs> they're putting up. Um, but anyway, they, they have a 22nd annual just cruising car show out in Winslow, Arizona this weekend. Uh, for those of you Michigan guys, um, there's something, there's something called car to beer fest, car tober beer fest, um, which is, you know, beer and cars. I don't know how that works real good, but, um, that's in Pontiac, Michigan, where the M1, um, the new M1 track there and condos. We've we've been out to that. Um, I really think that you know that's going to change things around in the Detroit area, especially in the Pontiac area. Uh, Penny Petty's Garage is having a cruise in on Friday in North Carolina. Um, we hope I hope to see the King again this year at SEMA. He was there last year. Um, huge crowd around that, of course. Whenever whenever he he shows up, and then of course we have lots of cars and coffees um, coming up this weekend, including the one where you're at up there in New Jersey, Daryl and. Uh, you got Charlotte, Knoxville, Biloxi, Kansas City, Missouri, some places that we haven't mentioned before, um, Peoria, Illinois. And then I will be um, this morning, uh, on Saturday morning, I will be with Gene at the Garage One Rise and Shine event, um, which we will have a car show check-in from him today also about about his event. That's uh Sounds like fun. Gene's a great guy. The products are awesome. I use the Speedwax all the time. So uh, take the car cover off. Hit it with speed wax, and I am on the road shining like glass. 
And speaking of that, we we have a charity benefit car show this Saturday, October 1st. It's the Hot Rod Garage 2016 Fifth Annual Fall Car Show benefiting the fight on breast cancer. So definitely check that out. It'll be in our uh, Speed Culture app calendar. Make sure uh, that gets some coverage there. And also from a Cars and Coffee perspective, I mean, this is the season up here where guys, you know, and gals really like it because it's not, you know, super hot. Um, and you know, it's cool. The cars like the weather, you know, they're not running hot. Uh, you know, they're running lean and mean. So definitely looking forward to a number of events. Uh, Carlisle is always having a, a lot of events. Um, we mentioned last week that, the, they have their, uh, car events and auctions, their auto trader classics, uh, car auction, um, actually, uh, Thursday. Uh, and also, um, we have a lot of things coming up in the month of October. Jeff, you mentioned uh, some events that uh, are related to October fest and Halloween and things like that. So if your car club or car group doesn't have uh, your event listed on the speed culture app, we invite you to do that. And Jeff, how many, uh, how many car shows uh, and events are we still hitting the five thousand mark on a weekly basis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're we we've, we've got a ton of stuff, and stuff is finally coming out for November and December. You know, certainly stuff up there has has changed a little bit. I do want to uh, follow up with with your thing talking about October. Of of course, the other other thing that we're doing um, will be a full day of stuff on Saturday. I'll be on the on with videos. We'll be up um, doing a bunch of live videos this this weekend and. Uh, and then our la- the final Saturday night will be out at where we're going to have the first anniversary show. will be out at Ronnie Setzer's um, place um, for his best of the best car show that he has every first Saturday of the month down here. And uh, so we'll be there. I'll be there with Gene uh, again because I'm riding around in his judge this weekend. Uh, cool. So that'll be real cool. And then, um, and then of course, we have our own shows uh, coming up on October 22nd. You, you can't miss that. Uh, first anniversary show got specially. Um, I don't know if any, if you if I shared those with you, uh, Daryl, but we've got specially cut trophies for that. I'm having these special plasma cut trophies, and they're going to be really badass. And what's the yeah? Uh, where you having that at again? The location? At, 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 it's 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 on Broadway in Tampa. It's at um, Ronnie Setzer's Customs. Um, he's redoing the parking lot for for uh, for you know his stuff, but. In, in time for our event, um, he's got five acres, fenced in acres, and then about half of that is under roof. So we've got VIP parking, and then we have, you know, a, probably room for about 300, 300 cars or so. Um, we're going to have vendors there, and that's coming up in about three weeks. So we're going to be promoting that um, here over the next few weeks. And then uh, you'll be down, I think you're going to be down here in Florida, in the Florida area. Yeah, I'm going to come down for FL2K, so uh, definitely looking forward to that. So, so we'll tell everyone some live stuff. We'll be doing some live stuff here. It'll be great. So tell everyone what they can expect on today's show. You did some great interviews coming up. Yeah, we got again. We got Rick from NPD. Um, that's our main interview, and I, it's really, really good for those of you who um, love American entrepreneur stories. Um, it, the NPD is is definitely something that's really, really cool. Um, you know, we we talked with him about it, but I mean, his dad actually started selling parts um, when he was a kid, like you know, fourteen years old. He was he wanted to restore a car, and 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 that grew into the business that you know, they have today, which is huge. I mean, they have a huge amount of inventory. They have 600,000 square foot of warehouse. Um, and, and so there's like no delays on parts and everything. It's just, 
it's an amazing business that you know you more you look look at it it's it's pretty cool and then of course we have gene again with the car show check-in um he's going to talk a little bit about his his special once a month thing and then um uh, again we got we got a bunch of great shows coming up especially you know with sema coming up we're going to be going to sema in another month or so so that that's our show for today looking forward to it stay tuned for some more speed culture radio we'll be right back after these messages Why take hours to wax your car when you can do it in minutes with the Garage One Pro system? Our revolutionary speed wax contains polymers, Teflons, Carnuba, and a powerful UV blocker. Again, fast, easy, fun, and effective. Garage One, that's the way to go. GarageOnePro.com All right, and tonight we're going to have a little show check-in. This weekend, one thing that I want to make sure that we, we point out is our is our buddies over there at Garage One. We have Gene on the line. Gene, tell us about the Rise and Shine Cars and Coffee. I'm going to call it Cars and Coffee, even though it's called Rise and Shine, this Saturday. I'm going to be out there before we hit NPD's show. All right. Hey, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah, of course. We call it the Rise and Shine Cars and Coffee at Garage One. It's our once-a-month show. It, it happens, as you know, every first Saturday of every month. From 8 in the morning to 11 in the morning, we have free coffee, free donuts, and everyone's welcome to come on out. Any car, truck, Jeep, or motorcycle is welcome to come out. No age requirement. They can be old cars, new cars. It doesn't matter because, as you know, we call it the rise and shine because we're Garage One. We carry polishes, speed waxes, and all kinds of cleaners for the cars. So we uh, do demonstrations at the at the car show. Uh, we show people the fastest, easiest way to take care of their rides and take pride in their rides, of course. And uh, we always have a good time. And uh, every month we do have a feature, and I'm sure you're going to ask me what's the feature this month. Well, it's Mopars. So we're going to have Mopars, and I'm sure we're going to have a lot of these new challengers coming out. And I've always heard a few Hellcats are on their way to our show already. Right, and, so. you, and it, it's cooling down a little bit. Just a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. Since the just a little bit. <laughs> I got up the other morning and I saw seventy-four degrees on the thermometer in the morning, so it's starting to cool down. Yeah, so just a, it's just be a more couple pleasant. degrees. Yeah, instead of ninety-two, it'll be uh, eighty-seven. That's right. When the sun comes up, people will start melting again. But uh, okay, hey, we'll, so we have a good time. Are you going to have the iced tea ready to go still, or? Actually, we're going to have coffee, we're going to okay. have iced tea, and we're going to have water there. So, you know, we got all those okay. great great uh, liquids for your uh, pleasure. Okay, now later on in the day, I'm going to be going up to NPD, and then I'm going to get back to our buddy Ronnie Setzer. So you'll be at the Ronnie Setzer's Best of the Best Car Show held for the first that's, Saturday of the month, right? That's right. We're invited uh, to go to his show every month, and I'll be representing our company there this month, and um, I'll be out there. I'll be giving my car a lot of exercise this weekend. Uh, my 1970 GTO Judge will be at our show. We'll be at Ronnie Setzer's show. And uh, you and I were talking. I may try to go out to Ocala on Friday, actually, and hit out National Parts Depot 
and check their event out too. And then I'll be out at with you at Ronnie Setzer Show, and we'll be talking about the first anniversary Speed Culture Show that is on October 22nd that we're going to be promoting. So I think it's going to be off the hook. That's going to be <laughs> off the hook, Jeff. Get ready. Ronnie Setzer's place is going to be bulging from the seams. Uh, for that anniversary show for Speed Culture, and we're proud to be part of it. All right. Well, hey, I will be talking to you later in the week, and I'll see you at the show at your event this weekend. All right? Sounds great. Looking forward to it, and uh, take pride in your ride. That's right. With Garage One. All right. Yeah, with Garage One. That's it. Okay, so on today's episode, uh, we have Rick Schmidt, who who is the uh, chief officer up there at uh, National Parts Depot, and uh, National Parts Depot is having their big all-GM show um, this weekend in Ocala. We'll be up there, and we'll be doing some live video from the from the event. Um, last year, when we started the app, we actually, uh, this was our first big show that we went to, and so we're happy to welcome uh, Rick on the show today. Rick, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks a lot for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, and also, we, we do have uh, Daryl on the line. He'll chime in um, here, here and there. Um, so tell us a little bit about your, uh, the, the GM event. Now, I, I want to say it's not as old as the Ford event, but it's, it's, it's really, it is a, a pretty big event that you guys have every, every, every year. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it was uh, ba- basically the, uh, the 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 Ford and Mustang show at Silver Springs, which I think we're go- about to go on to our 22nd year uh, for that. Um, and I could be off a year or two. Uh, everything's a bore. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that was a show that was started by a, a group of club members in Central Florida. And as it grew, I became involved more and more. And then it grew and it grew. By by the fourth or fifth year, I was administrating a good portion of the show. Uh, to where, you know, it just kind of morphed into being uh, a show that we put on. And it was an interesting recipe by uh, by which we put the show on more or less for free for all the pre-registrants. And that's how the show grew to be so large. And it was uh, about 10 years ago that uh, we decided, you know, this is all fine and good, and we've got a really successful thing going on with this Ford show, but what about all of our General Motors customers? Because National Parts Depot sells uh, equally as much volume for for General Motors as it does Ford. So I sucked it up and decided to put two shows on a year. Uh, the one in the Ford show is always in January. And then this uh, GM show we've done as an Oktoberfest style show. And, uh, and it happens in early October. Both shows, awesome. uh, the venue is Silver Springs, which is a beautiful, beautiful uh, natural venue and a natural, and a, and a, and a Florida state park now. Uh, and, uh, and that's pretty much what it is. Uh, I've, I've switched it up a little bit to where I only do the free, uh, the free registrations for, uh, for vehicles that, uh, from the mid nineties and older, just to incentivize more people to bring the old stuff out. It's getting to the point where everybody's just kind of content to drive their, their modern cars that happen to be the same, you know, uh, manufacturer or even the same nameplate. But uh, but uh, that's it's, I, I don't I don't mind the new stuff. I, I drive new stuff too. It's just I was I was starting to really get worried about the shrinkage of how much uh, of, of how much the trend was shifting over to late model instead of early stuff. So uh, so now okay. if you've got an early uh, you know a, a 25 year old 30 year old car or older, you can you can participate for free at our show. Otherwise, it's a whole you know a lofty ten dollars is what we charge for uh, for the late registrations and for the newer cars. 
and, and, hey, I still get complaints. You know, there'll be a guy oh, in an eighty thousand uh, dollar Z06 Corvette complaining about his ten dollar fee. So uh, that that yeah. blows me that blows me away. Um, I mean, we, I mean, the average now is twenty bucks, and yeah. you know, some of the newer shows. Um, and I want to say those are more import oriented and 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 stuff like that. I've seen, you know, they're charging fifty dollars, you know, and saying, "Hey, um, yeah. you, we're going to look at your car first before you can show up," um, which yeah, is okay. Yeah. So it's like fifty dollars, and you might not get in there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, several people are doing that. So ten dollars um, is really yeah. Uh, the N- the, yeah, the NPD show really it's just a gift back to the hobby. It's a gift back. It's a thank you gift to our customers mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for their loyalty. Um, so we just underwrite the show. We, we we write the checks happily for it. It's a uh, and it's just a big once a year party uh, right. for our customers, and we're we're very very happy to do it. And we just run it in a way that makes it casual and uh, and not a whole lot of worrying about judging or, or any of that stuff it's just a, it's just a good afternoon oh yeah yeah no and the weather starts to change you know around here i don't know it'll probably still be high no hot down here in the Tampa area where i'm at but i mean it does get a little cooler there and last year i think it was it was seemed like it was pretty nice and might be a little warm this year but um the other thing that you guys have there is you have um some suppliers of yours i noticed last year you had like uh, well, I talked to the Royal Purple guy, but you had the guys who make, you know, kind of supply you some parts, you know, seats, and 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 then I think there was a couple magazine guys. You, this is sponsored by, um, um, I know you you have it, um, you know, Super Chevy Super, and Hot Rod and everything. Super Chevy, Super Chevy, Hot Rod, uh, yeah, um, uh, Muscle Car, um, uh, yeah, it's all the uh, it's all the uh, ten publications which used to be Source Interlink are oh, are in right. on this, yeah. and and, okay. and they'll have their editor. They're going to have uh, people there taking photographs and uh, and looking for uh, editorial. Uh, we we have a handful of suppliers that come out, like Eaton Detroit Spring and uh, and Chadwick's uh, Detail Products, and uh, and every year it makes. Uh, I'm trying to remember who all's coming this year. I, I don't know if we've got MagnaFlow or if we've got. I just can't remember. I, I, I should have done my homework before this, but uh, but there will be uh, there there will be six to eight of our suppliers that will be there uh, displaying their products and talking to people and uh, and uh, coaching them as to as what their car would need and how they could order it through us. Right, and then you now um, you have the big tent there where you have a bunch of stuff there from your warehouse too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, we can't bring everything. That's uh, people sure are always like, "Oh, where's where's your tent with all your parts for sale?" And they don't realize that we've got 120,000 different SKUs at NPD. The warehouse, the just our main warehouse, not not all of our warehouses together, but just our central warehouse there in Ocala is almost eight is over eight acres under roof. You don't mobilize that. So all right. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't bring it all out and put it under a tent and sell it. So. But uh, we do bring out uh, an array of products that people can look, touch, and feel, and you can talk to our salespeople. And we have a 10% show show weekend discount if you participate in the show and you've got your armband or or your windshield card. You can go over to our store, which is only about a 12-minute drive away, and uh, and buy anything you'd like for a 10% show weekend discount. That's great. That's great. And that place is huge, and you can't miss it. It's on I-75 right there uh, near the Ocala exit. And, I mean, it's just... It's hard to miss, and it's it's huge. Um, now, I was I was lucky enough to you you have a I don't know every once in a while maybe you do a tour or something like that maybe with the car little when I say little car collection it's not really a little car collection it's a pretty big yeah, car we, collection. 
We've got about uh, we've got a little bit over 200 uh, vehicles in our collection, uh, all American-made, ranging from 1903 all the way up to present day. Um, about 70% of the collection is uh, our unrestored survivors, and not what you would call barn finds, but actually well-cared-for, well-preserved, uh, very ultra-low-mile survivors. So it's an interesting collection to walk through, and we do open it up uh, the Friday prior to the show. This this Friday we'll have it open to the public uh, because uh, we uh, we kick off our cruise on Friday. We do a cruise from our, our uh, Ocala store out to Cedar Key on the Gulf Coast. We have lunch out there. Have a, it's a beautiful drive out and back. And then, uh, uh, you know, either before or after the cruise, the, the collection is open for those participants to browse through. And if anybody just wants to drop by and see it for themselves, it will be open all day. Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, if, if anybody gets a chance to go and check this out, maybe on Friday or, or another time, it's definitely worth their seeing. And it is amazing, like you said, some of these survivor cars that you have in there. I mean, I, I've seen all kinds of different stuff, and it's not just, let's say, GM or, or, or you know, I mean, it is mostly GM, Ford, and, you know, Ford stuff, but you have some foreign stuff in there, too. I think I saw a couple of Porsches in there and, and just stuff that yeah, you see every day. Yeah. Just a, a smattering. I got a couple of, uh, of uh, Dodge Stealth twin turbos that are really Mitsubishi's under the sheet metal, and you know, there's a couple of Porsches in there. But it's almost—it's the rest of it's all American-made. It's kind of split down the middle between GM and Ford, with just a, a handful of uh, Chrysler uh, Mopar products in there. Not by any design or or by any uh, uh, you know prejudices to any uh, dad and I. We, man, we love everything. It's just. Right happens to be what we stumbled across in our travels or in our snoopings around or what people brought to us. And, um, and we just always had a uh, propensity towards the low mile survivor stuff. And, and we, and, and kind of more eccentric things, not, not what everybody collects. My, my dad was always very interested in top of the line cars and the personal luxury class, like the Grand Prix and Rivieras and uh, Toronado's. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got a lot of that kind of stuff. We've got a lot of Cadillacs. We've got a lot of Lincolns. We've got a lot right. of higher-end mer- Mercury products, um, you know, the high-end Pontiac Buttes. So we've got some muscle cars, but, man, there's there's a lot of muscle car collections around the country. There's a, a ton of muscle car collections around the country, and what we've kind of put together is a collection that I think would be a hell of a lot harder to put together today because a lot of the cars that we've collected over the years just are damn hard to find most of most of them nobody forecasted that they'd be uh worth holding on to so most of them you know honestly just got dropped off at the junkyards in the 70s and the 80s so you know a right. lot of high-end cadillacs and old 98s and starfires and really cool stuff there's not many of them left anymore and that's and it's that kind of stuff that we seem to gravitate to because those opportunities are a lot harder to find than just going out and say finding a you know, a nine sixty-eight four four two. I love, I love four four twos, but uh, but uh, but uh, you can cr- usually crack open your Hemmings Motor News or go onto eBay and and uh, and find plenty of them for sale in an assortment of colors and conditions. And you know, after a couple of months of searching, you'll find your car. Yeah, and I think that's what I personally liked about it is that you walk in there and it's like. You know, most of museums, you go in there and they got all these cars that you would want, people you would think you would want to see. Oh, hey, you know, like some Mercedes or, or some, you know, uh, you know, just different cars. And yours was like, you know, these things that maybe you knew about, but you maybe you never saw one or you don't see them that mm-hmm. often, often. And I think that that, yeah. that was, um, you know, uh, I always like you, you had, I think, the um, 
the the blazer with the the grand national motor in i'm trying to remember the the right now i i'm, I'm sometimes my mind goes blank here i can't believe it but but uh, the typhoon, I think you guys have a, a, a typhoon. Uh, we, we, we've got a we've got a cyclone now. The, the, the cyclones those, those had a four, those had a, a, a turbocharged uh, a G, a GM four point three in them. That wasn't the, okay. the that wasn't the same as the three point eight Buick. Okay, it was a completely okay. different engine than those cyclones. But yeah, we've got we've got a GNX. We've got a couple of eighty nine Trans Ams with the Buick uh, V six turbos in them that were. Uh, they only built 1,500 of those that were kind of sleepers in 1989 because they would blow the doors off the Corvettes at that time. Oh wow! Um, Amazing. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot of neat uh, performance stuff from the 90s and the 80s. We've picked up. We bought a bunch of disco vehicles from the 70s. A lot of Lincoln Mark fours and fives and some Cadillacs from that era. Hmm. Um, and this, uh, you know, uh, so, some A-body GMs that are hard to come up with anymore in nice shape. You know, like uh, Cutlass Supremes with the factory T-tops and the Grand Prix from the seventies. Now you bring yeah, we, you, we, you know, just to, you know to talk can you know, about that. You, you do bring some of those cars out to the show. I think you had like yes. four or five or, I bring, or so. I bring, I bring five or I bring five or six out. To, to, to each show, and I try to mix it up every year, just and you know, you know, and try to do a Chevy, a Pontiac, uh, an Oldsmobile, and a Cadillac, or I might bring a pickup truck out. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'll have a I'll have a random assortment out there on Saturday, like usual. Okay, all right. Now you do have your dad's because um, your your dad started the company when he was now not in National Parts Depot as as we talked about, but he did have a started a parts selling business when he was a kid basically is the story and that is on your website you got to kind of had it kind of dig for it a little bit but yeah. um but you do have like this old article that talks a little bit about the history of of um of npd the, the and, history of, of npd yeah yeah um, and very they, interesting story very interesting story yeah my dad uh at age 14 it was his dream when he was a kid that he wanted to restore a model a ford you know just like a kid you know, in the in the eighties or nineties, would want to uh, restore an old Mustang or Camaro back back in the fifties when my dad was of that age. It was the Model A Ford that he wanted, so he bought one for fifty dollars out of a junkyard and set about restoring it himself while he was still in high school. And he actually finished the car and drove it for the first time into school uh, on his on his last day of his senior senior year. But uh, mm. part and parcel of doing that restoration, he said the car was in such poor, rusty condition that all of the fasteners needed to be replaced. And just think about a teenage high school kid um, sweating these types of details, and then it'll tell you a little bit something about my father. Yeah, uh, he was he was uh, disappointed that all the Model A parts suppliers at, back in that day were just offering what he called generic hardware stuff store fasteners, in no way correct in detail or, or type. So at age 14, that he was annoyed that the fasteners that he was buying for his Model A restoration weren't correct. So my grandfather, who uh, who uh, was a machinist and an engineer by trade, and they lived just south of Cleveland, and all the all the OE fastener manufacturers pretty much based in Cleveland that said Detroit. My grandfather helped plug my dad into these different suppliers and these uh, fastener sources and my dad did all the research going to junkyards and everything and pulling cars apart and put together restoration fastener kits for Model A Ford and started the business with selling these kits to all the major Model A parts suppliers and through J.C. Whitney and mm. he did a huge business through J.C. Whitney he was 
taken, I, I think, once every two weeks or once a month, a whole uh, trunk load of uh, fastener kits up to Chicago, and he was making enough money selling these kits in his spare time, you know, after going to school, that he bought himself a slightly used uh, uh, E-code dual floor barrel three-speed overdrive 57 Thunderbird to start driving as his daily driver to high school. <laughs> and he cool. kept, and he kept that business on nights and weekends while he worked for my grandfather running his machine shop all through the 60s and early 70s. And it was in the early 70s that he decided to kind of follow his his real dream, which was to become a full-line restoration parts supplier. He sold the model A fastener business decided he wanted to sell uh, 55 to 57 Thunderbird parts since that was his high school car, and he had since then restored another one for himself, and he knew them inside and out. So National Parts Depot was born in 1976 in the basement of our house with three rows of hand-built shelving selling T-Bird parts, and that's really where it all started. And as soon as he figured out he could make a living doing that, he was like, okay, what next? And he thought about the 65 to 73 Mustangs and dove into that, and the rest is kind of history from there. Right, right. And then you, now you um, took over um, as far as the main day-to-day operation stuff in 1965, or 95, sorry, 95, and um, and you... 65 uh, would have been tricky. Yeah, tricky, but yeah, (laughs) maybe you weren't around yet, but but point is, is that 95, I think you said, and... um, You've been, yeah. but but your dad is still there. I mean, he's he doesn't miss, maybe come in every day, but um, lives right there in the area, and and he um, comes out, I think, to the show too, uh, or maybe um, he like makes it out to the four shows, but he's but he's not back. He spends his he spends most of his summers. He's got a home uh, up in the mountains in Colorado. He's uh, oh, okay. he gets away from this Florida heat in the right. summertime, but. Uh, but he migrates back east uh, around this time uh, in early October every single year, and, and we have a tradition that uh, I drive up and meet him at the uh, at the uh, Hershey, uh, the, the, the enormous Hershey swap meet. And right. we've done That's that swap up. meet for, for, for many, many years. Right. So Dad's already, I think he's already on the road driving. He's going to stop <laughs> off at our store in Michigan first, but he's going to meet me in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We're going to do the, do the meet at Hershey. And then he'll be down, but he but he always misses the GM show because he doesn't because Hershey always follows the week after, and then he comes down. Oh, okay, okay. Now, do you guys um, do you ever get out to SEMA or anything like that? Just to, I don't know if you guys I don't remember seeing you guys set up there, but maybe maybe you were. But um, do you guys get out there at all or? We're, we're mainly a retailer rather than a than okay. a manufacturer or a wholesale okay. distributor. So we so we've never displayed at SEMA because we're not selling to that crowd. We're we're just like everybody else at SEMA. We're a buyer and we're looking okay. for new new products and new vendors and uh, and new trends. I can't say that I personally go out every single year because it becomes a little bit repetitive to me. But every three or four years, I drag myself out there and and walk through the show and and uh, and get a get a good feel for what I feel for what appears to be going on with our corner of the market all right um now um are there any events that besides your own and i know you're busy you're busy you're always you know i think last time when i we talked to you you were going to be on the, a di- couple different shows and different things i mean busy guy but um are there any other shows that besides hershey maybe that you go to or that you maybe tell people about that maybe they should they should see that maybe maybe they don't know about or something like that well, I mean, I, I've got a busy next uh, month or two coming up because a bunch of my favorite shows happen to, to fall in that time. Uh, I mean, we've got our GM show happening this Saturday at Silver Springs. Then I take off to Hershey the following Monday. 
Uh, as soon as I get back from Hershey, the, the weekend after that down in Lakeland, I think it's the weekend of the 15th, is the uh, Lake Mirror Classic in Lakeland, which is nobody in, uh, has ever uh, gone to the Lake Mirror Classic in Lakeland. Uh, you, you got to mark that on your calendar. It's an incredible show that uh, Ford Heacock of Heacock Insurance puts on. Right, right. So I'll be there. Uh, then the, uh, I think two weeks after that is the, uh, pumpkin run here in Ocala. Uh, and, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> I think in its fifth or sixth year. And right. then, then, uh, I think the, uh, first weekend of November, I've got, uh, I'm going to be in, uh, Hilton Head, uh, North Carolina for the Hilton Head, uh, Concord Elegance. And that's another knockout of a show that anybody who's in that area should uh, make a point of going to. Um, shooting. I think two weekends, two weeks after that is uh, another Concord down in uh, Winter Park. So it's just well, yeah, it's good so event after good event after good event. So to yeah. where uh, at, the, at, at the end of it, I'm exhausted and and I'm and I'm probably <laughs> you know all, all that's I'm all, I'm all done with car shows for the rest of the year. Usually, Turkey Rod Run runs on everywhere. You going to Turkey Rod Run? It's like no, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all car showed out. So right, I usually right. eat my turkey and then I sleep the whole entire day after that, and and I sleep through a Turkey Rod Run. Okay, yeah. So I mean, yeah, the the car show season is just about upon us here down in Florida. Uh, you know, where it's kind of dying out a little bit in the north. Um, I think we. Right. Uh, um, Daryl, are you still on the line or? Okay, we might have lost him, but yes, no I big am. deal. Oh, you are yeah, okay. Yeah. Did you have any? Did you have anything to add here with with Rick? Um, any anything? Yeah, that, I, I was just appreciating the story. I also grew up in the family business, and um, you know, talking about the American dream there and being entrepreneurial, and uh, you know, it's just so important that you know we continue to you know inspire our youth, and I think uh, you know, car shows and the cruises and special events, uh, you know, keeps people you know excited about yeah. the industry and you know inspires the you know to do things, you know, just like your, your father was kind of an inventor or solved a need in the marketplace that wasn't there. Um, I just think it's so important we continue to bring up our youth and educate them. Yeah, absolutely. The shows, you know, the, the shows and the events especially is the opportunity to, to, to show kids things that they haven't ever seen before that, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and I get an awful lot of, you know, I, I take my, my vehicles to shows around the country and it's, it's, it's always best when when you see the kids walk up to the car and appreciate what you've brought uh, when you least expect it. I mean, sometimes I bring some cars around that uh, that I feel would be about as appealing as wallpaper to a kid, and <laughs> but sure enough, sure enough, you know, it's uh, it's it'll light the fire of somebody. So all those '80s uh, cars are coming in; they're coming into their own now. So. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate your time, uh, Rick, um, for coming on the show. And again, we'll we'll be up there. Or, you know, I'll be up there um, checking out the show this weekend, and um, hope to hope to um, say hi. And um, and then in the meantime, um, everybody should check out National Parks Depot if you have any of you know maybe maybe give us a, a little quick little rundown of the lines that you carry the and you have you have catalogs for any any of these um item any of the items that you uh, catalogs the catalogs we've got catalogs for Chevrolet and Ford full size trucks uh we've got uh, uh classic Mustang parts as well as uh, uh Fox body and SN95 Mustang parts we have uh, uh Camaro Firebird uh from 67 through 81 we've got uh Chevelle Malibu and El Camino in a catalog we've got GTO Tempest Le Mans in a catalog, uh, 55 through 57 Thunderbird parts. 
and I'm probably forgetting something. We also have a, a line of Mopar parts, but I don't have a printing catalog for that. It's only browsable online right now. That's a that's okay. a that's a mammoth of a project that we're still kind of uh, uh, chewing on and chewing on and chewing on. Oh, okay. so uh, so uh, A and F body on the GM side. We've got the pickup trucks, and then and then Mustang. Oh, we also uh, uh, launched a uh, 67 to 73 uh, Mercury Cougar catalog not too long ago. That's really taken off nicely too. So wow, wow, and all of that is uh, available on your website at npdlink.com. So so just yeah, check that out. And okay, so I again I appreciate you coming on the show, Rick, and we'll talk to you again uh sometime soon, maybe when the Ford show comes up. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay, sounds great. Each week we interview speed culture users, groups, businesses, and automotive personalities about the culture in their area, the events, and all the goings on. New shows are posted on the app and on our website every Thursday. Wanna be on our show? Contact us today at hello at speedcultureapp.com. Oh, my God.